Hey there, everyone, and welcome back this week to Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back again to the show. Uh, I am a day late on this, I know, I apologize. Um, The beauty of having a podcast is it's very hard to keep up with the weekly um, demand on time when life gets the better of us. So uh, to make a very long story short, we have had uh, an issue with one of our horses at my friend's um, ranch and um, he's an older boy and he kind of went down yesterday and we didn't think he was going to even make it through the night. So I ended up spending pretty much the whole day minus about two hours yesterday with her helping the vet, helping her and administering IVs and medication and just keeping an eye on him. And so I'm sorry, I am a day late on that. And even this morning, um, yeah, even this morning I was over there and again, we, he made it through the night and looking better, but still struggling because he is older. And so, um, you know, it's kind of been an emotional roller coaster. I've never been around a horse that, you know, everybody thought we were going to have to put him down last night. And that made us really sad. And to watch my friend hurt so bad because that was her horse for the last 20 some years, that was really hard to watch. And uh, my emotions would get the better of me. And I was emotionally drained yesterday. So as I sit here today, Uh, You might be able to tell by the lighting that it's actually overcast. The wind is howling outside. It feels like we have definitely hit the cusp of fall into winter here in Arizona. Um, We actually have, I think, not tonight, but maybe tomorrow night, 39 degrees is the high. So um, yeah, we're chilling off here and it's crazy overcast. I feel like I'm back in Illinois. And so, yeah, just, um, it's a late day. Like I said, I was at the horses again today and just, um, doing what I could, um, there to even work with the other horses that kind of got, had to get neglected yesterday because of our attention was totally focused on the big guy. So anyways, that's where I've been for the last couple days. It's been quite a week. And, um, so I thought I would hop on because this week I wanted to talk to you about rolling with the punches. Um, as an amputee, for those of you that don't know my story, I am an above-knee amputee. A lot of my podcast is about my personal journey. I'd say 99% of it is about my personal journey. But so much of my personal journey can be used by anybody. It's not just, oh, if you're not an amputee, you'll get nothing out of this. And this is another one of those moments where, as I will explain to you as an amputee, what I'm going through, because I think some of you that actually are curious about amputee life and um, are surprised, I think, by some of the things that I talk about on, like, you didn't know, and I've heard people say, I didn't realize that that's what it's like. So this one, this week, I am... in December will be four years since I elected to amputate my leg above the knee. It will be four years at the end of March coming up 
that I've had a prosthetic. So I've only had a prosthetic for about three and a half years. I've been through about 13 or 14 different sockets, which is the part that goes on my leg that is molded to my leg. Um, and the reason there's been so many in such a short amount of time is that first couple of years is transformational with your residual limb. You know, you atrophy, obviously, because I don't have muscles that manipulate my quad and my hamstring. So those muscles just are non-existent. It's kind of weird that I can feel my entire femur bone because there's really nothing there but skin and some tissue, right? So the problem though is that when when you get a socket that fits one moment, it feels like the very next moment you blink and it doesn't fit again. And, you know, I also spent years sitting around through surgeries, so I lost a lot of weight as well. So you atrophy, you lose weight. Uh, some people will gain weight because they refuse to use their residual or their socket and their, their new um, leg and um, become couch potatoes because they don't use it. And one way or the other, it's going to get you. You kind of have to keep pace with your life. And that can be kind of intimidating if you look too far out. So I try to focus on the present. Um, that's really important for your mental game, your emotional game, but also to keep track of where you're at so it doesn't get out of control. Basically, I tell people that my prosthetic, my um, socket is kind of like a corset, except it is an immobile one. So what fits today may not fit tomorrow or even next week. And it's up to me to maintain my health and my fitness to stay in this socket. I also have to be careful what I eat and drink. Um, ladies, you know how we like to hold on to water. Uh, water weight gain is detrimental to my socket fitting. So if I decide that it is a margarita and chips and salsa kind of night, I'm probably going to hold on to a lot of that salt and kind of be ballooned out a little bit by tomorrow. And yeah, it has happened. Um, not so much that I couldn't get my leg on, but that I couldn't get it in properly and then it hurt. And then that starts a whole nother, a whole nother problem that we won't even go into today. But just imagine having something that you're walking in, you know, I probably get 12 to 16,000 steps a day and imagine a socket not fitting well and what that does to your limb. So between bruising the bone and tearing the skin and creating rashes, that's just the start of it. Then you have some swelling if it's not in right and then that just creates tissue bruising. It's all fun. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. This time, though, what I have been dealing with, and now that I'm so much further away from my prosthetist because we moved further up north, you know, it's hard to find time. The drive is 45 minutes, then I might spend a couple hours there and then 45 minutes home if I'm lucky in traffic. And I'll tell you what, that's an entire day for me, really, because if I do anything in the morning and then go in the afternoon, that's the rest of the afternoon. Um, so it, you know, I, I pick and choose the days I can go and do that because there's a lot of things that are on my calendar that I want to get done, need to get done. And I have not gotten in, but my prosthetist knows, Randy, David, if you're listening, um, talking a little bit about how that inner liner can malfunction. And last week, my husband and I went out hiking 
And I was like, gosh, I feel great. Everything is great except for the pinch and the burn in my butt. Right on my upper, upper thigh, right below my butt, where my my socket kind of curves with my leg, um, I was getting a pinch. And we did like two miles hiking, so over a lot of uh, boulders and rubble and stuff. And when I got home that afternoon, that evening took my shower, dealt with that. I think I put a little salve on it but didn't take my leg off, just kind of, it was right at the top so I can reach it. And um, when I went and took my shower, I saw all these little red bumps that were like hot red, pink, like, wow, painful. And they were all around the same area, just like all that on my leg. And when I looked at my socket in that same area, I noticed that my plastic that was bending over the hard part of my socket was starting to crack. So if you can imagine a tiny crack, and it doesn't take much, I have to tell you, it does not take. Sometimes I get rashes and I don't feel anything and and Randy will tell me, oh yeah, it's kind of rough here. And I'm like, my hand doesn't feel it. He goes, no, but you get used to knowing which things will start to set people's skin off. Well, this crack, imagine every time I walk, it opens and then it pinches and then opens and pinches with every step. So that's what I have going on right now. And, um, you know, I didn't know this. This happened one other time on the seam of my, uh, in, in the soft liner. And the seam was actually running up and down my leg, but it was on the back of my thigh again. And they've changed that now it's on the outer. But that time I didn't realize it because what we had to do is take the soft out of the hard socket. And when Randy bent it, I could see the seam was opening up and pinching. And we're talking hairline. It's crazy. Hairline, tiny, tiny, tiny crack that I would never have noticed. So I mention this because if you are an amputee or you know someone who is and they've been dealing with like what feels like they're getting a rash or something, Take a look at their soft liner because there may actually be something actually happening with it. And you wouldn't know it if you didn't push and pull it the outer way because, you know, we push against it like that, pushing out. But you wouldn't see a crack unless you put your fingers between the hard and soft liner and pushed inward on the plastic. That's when you see if something's pinching. So, yeah, last week... I noticed it and it was kind of like, um, instead of a line, it was kind of like a starburst. So it was cracks going out from a center point. So every time that center point opened, it was pinching my skin and grabbing it. That really, really, really hurt. Well, it being a long weekend and everything, um, this Sunday, I took a look at it again and it is now cracking along the whole edging. It's no longer one little tiny spot. It is growing. And so I haven't been outside walking and active like I should be, especially with the weather being awesome here. But I'm still trying to get to the gym. Um, I do notice that when I work over with the horses and all the uneven ground that I really, I feel it more there because I have to work so much harder to push through on the soft dirt and I kind of hobble over it, and it's just a real struggle. That's when I notice any kind of rashes or pinching that happen with my socket is when I'm on an uneven surface, so there, or hiking. 
So needless to say, I have not been getting out for my walks or hiking, um, but I am getting my exercise in. I'm keeping strong on that. But that's just one of those moments where, you know, a week and a half ago, everything was great. And I tell you, there you go. You're at a mountaintop. Everything's great. Enjoy it because something's going to happen and it's going to flip on you. And in this case, I had that happen on the back of my um, leg. And now we're going through this again. And so I have to take it in and then he's going to try to fix it, which I don't know what that's going to actually entail. I don't know how they're going to fix it without having to take my socket. And I hope they don't have to because then I try to put my old one on, which doesn't fit anymore. So it could be a whole week process of the change happening. I don't know. There's times we've taped it, but guess what? You put tape over something like that, even like real thin electrical tape or whatever that matches it and can deal with sweat. And you get a rash and a burn around the tape line. So I've had to go from the pinching to a nice little burn mark where the tape edges because that's it. That's so big. Like anything that's just a, a dust particle creates friction in there. So then you add a, a piece of tape that's maybe a millimeter thick. And yeah, you've got a whole nother, um, another whole nother issue that happens just to cover up the other issue. So I'm not sure what that's going to entail. And because of all the horse issues we've had the last couple days, I'm, I'm, I'm veering away from getting an appointment right away because I don't want to be all the way out of town if they need me or need help or if anything happens to our boys. So I'm kind of staying closer to home right now and, and keeping near my phone. So that's where I've been. But again, rolling with the punches, you know, and it was interesting because I had a nice talk this week with some sweet moms from our um, our uh, kids' uh, dorm room. We're all friends. And we were sitting around talking about how, you know, you just got to live in the moment and enjoy the moment that you're in because you just really don't know what tomorrow is going to bring or the next hour right? Anything can happen. And, you know, I've, I've had a chance to really kind of reflect on life and I feel extremely, extremely blessed even where I'm at that, you know, I know some amputees that just are really struggling and, um, it's not easy to get into, um, your prosthetic and, and own it, um, to be comfortable in that looking different, not feeling complete, not feeling like yourself. Um, people that are excited about getting their prosthetic and only to find out that the, that the hard work is just beginning. Um, you know, I've tried to be really transparent and I really haven't gotten on lately. I've been really kind of quiet on social media lately, just trying to um, absorb family time and, and living in the moment. And... Um, but, you know, I try to be extremely transparent on social media, on the journey that I've been through. I mean, you hear it on my podcast. I won't lie to you. Um, things aren't always rosy. But my choice is, is to believe that tomorrow will be a better day and that today I can manage this. I can handle today. And that's all that right now I'm asking to myself is that today I handle it. I do what I have to do. I make it through. I march on stand up, get moving, do what I have to do 
smile, be a parent, be a, a wife and do the best job I can be as a friend. So, you know, it's, it isn't easy going through what amputees go through. And if you've, especially if you've lost a limb tragically, that's a, another whole ball of wax that I, I don't, I can't even touch because I, I didn't lose it tragically, so to speak. You know, I knew it was coming. I saw it coming. It was my choice. Not that that's easier, but it's different. It's very different. Um, the people that I know that have lost it tragically, um, the ones that I choose to surround myself with are the ones that have become successes in life because their attitude is definitely the kind of attitude I would aspire to always have. And that is, well, okay, this is what my life is. No grumbling about it now. It's not, nothing's going to change. I might as well start moving forward, figuring it out and do the best, right? We get one life and um, we're expected to do what we can with it and hopefully inspire others, right? I mean, that's, that's where I feel like I need to be. If I can inspire one of you to just keep moving forward, whatever your predicament is, amputee or just a medical issue, financial, family, whatever, it's that attitude really does resonate. Um, and if you have a positive attitude, you're going to see positive gains in time. And in turn, you it will happen. Likewise, if you are negative or you surround yourself with people that are negative or people that are not doers, you also will fall trapped to that. And you will also struggle with, you know, finding your niche in life and where you're supposed to be in, in successes. And everybody values different successes, right? Success to you is different than success to me. For some of you, it might just be that you put your leg on for the whole day. Even if you were just at home and you had to sit down multiple times, you wore it all day. Good job. I'm so happy for you. That is amazing. If that's your goal and that was a step in the right direction for you, awesome job. For some of you, it is getting back to work after losing your limb and being functional at work because not everybody has a job that is sitting at a, t a desk. You know, I, I know one lady that lost her leg and she went back to work as a teacher, I think with preschool students. God love that woman because that's not an easy job. Preschool students, you're moving around a lot. And with her staff and everything that surround her and support her, she's back to work, which makes her feel like I would guess that she's back to normal, so to speak, or as much as she can be doing the job she always loved. You know, that's a success. For me, it was <laughs> proving myself and everybody that said I couldn't, proving them wrong proving them that I could do everything I wanted to do that I couldn't do before, um, the amputation, but the things that I also loved doing before my injury. And I say this, not, there was a, people I surround myself with, there wasn't anybody that says I couldn't do it. I, I will tell you that. Only one. And it was actually a doctor who said that I would never walk again. And um, I have to tell you, that could be a whole nother podcast right there on dealing with the medical field. I have been extremely lucky that all the doctors and, and um, just my entire medical group that I have surrounded myself with over these past 
um, eight years, they have been amazing. But again, I chose the people I wanted taking care of me, right? Like there were people I saw, like the one that said I'd never walk again. I guess I could have stayed with him, but that wasn't where my mindset was. And I knew better. I knew myself better than he did. And that was a shame that that's how he spoke to me. And it's a good thing that I am so freaking stubborn because I probably would have listened to him if I didn't have that drive. And that makes me very sad because I wonder how many people are out there that didn't do what they needed to do and they knew in their heart of hearts that that was the right thing because the doctor told them that it was a bad idea. So I hope that you know how to stick up for yourself. And, and maybe that's another episode, like I said, because, you know, I think that um, between insurance companies and doctors, I mean, that's that those could be series on this podcast, because I know I had to fight my insurance company. I'm saying I didn't need this leg. And I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't grow back. So yeah, I kind of need something at my age. I'm not going to sit in a wheelchair and just become a medical problem after medical problem because my my health is deteriorating so but anyways i digress on that one um that's like i said that could go on for six hours of complaining about that whole system and how do you handle it but um i really do think that when when you go through a big medical issue um you know, and I have a couple friends on my heart tonight. Um, I have two separate friends from two different walks of life out here in Arizona that have just been diagnosed with cancer. And I'll tell you what, yesterday was just, you know, a horse that had a stroke and two friends that tell me they have cancer. And I was thinking, you know, there's no way I'm not talking about take rolling with the punches here in life. Um, you know, life doesn't fight fair. Yeah, you are going to be punched. You are going to be hit blindsided at some point in time. The, the sooner you realize that and arm yourself with the things you need to stay standing in those hard times, it's so important. Um, you need to know that, like for me, if you don't know this about me, my faith got me through all that I went through. I actually grew exponentially in my faith and my belief that God had a better plan for me. And it took me five years of surgeries and finally getting to a point where I was pushed over the edge to do the amputation. And I knew the moment that it was meant to be. And then after I looked back, I saw the journey I had been on, you know how they say hindsight's so clear, right? I saw the journey I had been on and I understood now what I had to go through to prepare my heart, my mind, my emotions, my everything to be prepared to cut off my own leg. Uh, not me personally, a doctor did it, but you know what I'm saying? Um, and But I would never have, I would never have been prepared earlier on like I was meant to go through all of that all those obstacles all those hurdles all those um, moments of crying in the shower wondering why me 
why I was missing out on so much to do with my family. I mean, I couldn't do anything. I wasn't hiking, biking, skiing. I, cu- I couldn't do anything. Half the time we'd go on a trip, I couldn't go in the ocean or whatever because I had staples and stitches and new gear and I couldn't move. I couldn't, wasn't stable. And I can't tell you how much it tore me down at times. But then I looked back on all those moments and those were the moments that were building my character. They were building my fortitude. They were strengthening me for the journey that was to come so that I could rise really strong when it came time to go through that. And I would tell you, you need to prepare yourself for those. You don't know when it's going to happen. But if you are prepared, then they won't be as so much of a gut punch that take your breath away as much as a a way to challenge yourself to grow. So, you know, rolling with the punches, I mean, like, you know, I sit here and I think about my podcast and I'm like, you know, what do the people need to hear right now? And sometimes it's more about what do I need to speak about? Because I do this, this this is easy for me to talk because a lot of times I'm talking to myself. Um, This is just one of those moments for me that I'm just going to roll with it. I've got to roll with it because I've got too many other things happening with my family and friends and um, the animals that I'm around. And, you know, I'm an emotional person, so I am fully invested in the horses that I go to every day. And they are like, they're like my babies, right? And so when something is wrong with one, They kind of, I don't know if you know about horses, but they kind of all feed into that emotion. So today, my girl that I usually work with, who's so gentle and sweet, she was just obnoxious and she was kind of nippy and kind of pushy and and kind of trying to mug me for treats. And and I know it's because she completely got ignored yesterday because we were so busy with the vet and everything um, and our big boy. And, um, you know, I just... I just had to work with her today and we we got back to ground zero and her normalcy after I spent some one-on-one time with her. Rolling with the punches, we had no idea that this was going to happen. Of course, we know someday these horses are no longer going to be with us. Like we know someday our parents won't be, that someday we will have to face a spouse, you know, passing before us possibly we know it's coming. We just never expect it for some weird reason. It always catches us off guard. So when we can prepare ourselves for those kind of moments, one, by being positive, as positive as we can be as we go through life. If we create a mindset that positivity is the choice we're making, not grumbling about all the little things and bitching and moaning about what you have, what you don't have, what you wish you had, why you're here, why you can't be like that person. God forbid you look on social media and compare yourself. And you don't have to be a teenager to do that. I swear to you, there are times when I just have to get off of social media because I find myself falling into that trap and I need I need a time for myself to reflect on who I am and how far I've come and to realize that I'm doing pretty dang good myself. And and so if you don't hear from me, that's probably where I'm at. Either I'm totally engulfed in family situations and just being a mom and a wife, or I've decided I need to pull back a minute because I'm falling trap and I don't want to. So 
you know, sometimes you need to do that. But if we surround ourselves with a good support system, if we give ourselves that positivity talk every day, and if we also don't live in a place where we're like, everything's great, everything's great, only to find out that the moment that one little thing gets a chink in your armor, throws you for a loop and you don't know how to handle it, you know, you, you've, you've got to move past that because you're going to have it. I'm telling you right now, nobody goes through life unscathed. I've said it a million times on this podcast. Whether it's an amputation I'm talking about or just, you know, traffic jam and people driving stupid, you know, we've, we all have something that we're going to go through. It's just what it is. So all I can say is that, you know, I hope, I hope that you find yourself in a place where you're ready to roll with those punches that come, that you're preparing yourself by being a strong and stronger individual now and seeing the positivity in your life now. Because if you can't see what's good right now in your life, chances are you're not at the lowest point of your life if you're sitting there listening to a podcast. <laughs> My guess is that you're doing pretty good, that you're struggling maybe with something, but I guarantee you it's not the lowest point in your life or the worst thing that could happen to you or will happen to you. So I would say, you know, I always like to end each podcast with a call to action. I would say your call to action right now is start seeing the, the silver lining. Start preparing yourself for something else that might come. And I don't mean worry about it. That is not it at all. What I'm telling you to do is to, if you start seeing how good things are right now for you, even when you're struggling, then when it does get harder, you're going to be that much stronger. And, and I really do believe that these moments that happen in our life that kind of knock at us and push us around and gut punch us, they are building you up for something else, something greater, something harder, but without, without trials, we can't become better. We, we can't grow from everything being a-okay and hunky-dory. You know, if everything is great all the time and you don't have trials, you're not building character at all. You're not building resilience. You're not building strength. And it's through those trials that we go through that I truly believe God has a plan to strengthen you for better things to come and more things to come. It's not that he doesn't give you more than you can handle. He prepares you for the things that he's going to push you through, that he's going to see that you're having to go through. He already knows that stuff. So if you can just remember the positive things going on in your life right now, and it may be something really simple, really small, you know what? Take it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you can find something positive amidst the muck of your life right now, during a trial, or even during good times. Feel blessed. Be thankful. And I don't mean that in a passive sort of way, like, oh, I'm so grateful for my life. No, be real about it. Like, what are you grateful for? You know, that it is, that I'm, I'm, I am so grateful that I have my overall health. Yeah, I'm missing a leg, but that does not hold me back. I won't let it hold me back. Um, I might be grateful that 
it is peace and quiet right now and the sun is setting and the wind is blowing and the weather is cooling this just makes my heart so happy and i am already totally excited about christmas time you know november 1st i'm like yep halloween stuff down fall stuff i'm not even leaving fall stuff up i'm i'm moving right in and marching right into christmas time because i'm so excited you know all of the festivities and the, the cookie making and the joy of joyful times and being with friends and seeing family and all that stuff those are the things i'm grateful for and whatever brings me joy that's what i'm going to put into my life and if putting up my christmas tree the first week of november makes me happy then gosh darn it i'm doing it i don't care what anybody else says for me it's this time of year i will live in a joy filled home um, even for me, I'm happy when I have a candle lit that just smells like how my mom's house used to smell whenever I'd go home. And that brings me joy because I think of my mom. So your call to action this week truly is prepare yourself for the fight ahead. Think positive, be positive, surround yourself with the support system that is positive, that is there for you, that will be your shoulder to cry on, but tells you to buck up and get moving again. Yeah, it's okay to to get laid out occasionally by life's punches, but it is not okay to lay down and die on it. Okay, so call to action. What are the silver linings in your life right now? Every day this week, I want you to think of one. By the end of this week until next week's podcast, you should have seven things that are silver linings in your life. And most of you might be able to come up with a lot more than seven. But if you are struggling, come up with seven and put them somewhere. Put them in a notebook. Put them on a, I always, I'm a big proponent of putting things on post-it notes on mirrors so I can see it every day, every night, so I can remember to be grateful. Even when things happen, when I get that pinch in the back of my leg because my socket's broken a little bit, when that pinch happens Step after step, hour after hour, day after day, and it's been a week and a half, it starts to wear on my mental game. And there are times when I'll just lash out because I'm I'm trying to hold it together. And I know myself well enough to know when that is starting to come. And I will tell my family, listen, I don't mean to be crabby, but I, I need to sit down for a little bit because I'm about to lose it. <laughs> and I'm at least honest, right? If I'm not honest with them, they don't see it coming. They are blindsided. They don't know what I'm going through. So I try to be very open, very honest, very transparent without lingering in the negative, if that makes sense. So get your get your silver lining list going every day. Think about what it is that you are really grateful for that is going right in your life things that make you happy, that bring you joy, that make you smile, that make you laugh, and write them down. Put them someplace that you can see so that when the time gets tough and you are struggling to rise, you can remember those things by seeing them every day and just kind of almost like your mantra that you can replay in your head. Yep, that makes me really happy. That makes Put yourself in that zone. Strengthen yourself for the hard times because they will come and they will pass, and then a new one will come, and it's just to build you up. Takes us down to rebuild us. I am the person I am today because of the years that I went through being broken down. 
And I am grateful for those lessons because I am a better person today. I have a stronger faith than I've ever had before. And I, um, I'm more grateful about every moment that I have that feels great. So I hope this helped you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I hope you're as excited about the holiday season as it's approaching and that you get um, all the joy and the the excitement out of it that I, I know I do. And until next time, as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.